Let's wake and bake with the boys. Pull out some weed and get high. Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking way too long. Got time to smoke one more. Taking the message to the people now. Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Wake and bake, America. Good morning. <laughs> hang out, get high, get caffeinated, and blend them both together in some entourageal synergistic effect. Oh, anyway. man. I think you used all those correctly, too. I'm impressed. Episode 358, <laughs> Wake and Bake America, guys. If you don't know, this is uh, your daily, uh, I was going to say stoner show, but that's farthest from the truth it, and it the stereotype. Is. Yeah. But we're going to cover news, we're going to cover a little bit of what's growing on with uh, Scotty and myself, give you a little grow talk, wrap it all into one beautiful package. So <laughs> hopefully you're enjoying, give us some feedback, comments, YouTube comments, whoever, good, bad, you know, I know you got some of them YouTube haters out there, um, but anybody that uh, wants to give feedback, man, that's how we try to help build the show and change things. We love the crew, the DGC, and you supporters out there, so Absolutely. let's get into it. Absolutely. There's a lot more love out there than hate, so it's all good. Yes, yes. Anytime yes. anybody's got something to say that's constructive, uh, I dig it. Absolutely. Well, if you guys recall a few episodes back, uh, Charlie from G- Goldleaf, Goldleaf Journals, his site is shopgoldleaf.com. And uh, he hooked us up with a couple of these journals. If you guys are checking out um, the video show, a pop, he's got two here. There's like a, a bigger one and a smaller one, and I'm not exactly sure the main difference. We're gonna get them on or something. You see, oh, there's a smaller planner are here. Smaller. It's, that is the main <laughs> difference. Um, but I'll give you a couple examples. Like in the contents here, you have your calendars, feeding schedules you can create. Um, a garden plan, like an actual, has like a grid layout, like if you want to draw out what your garden plan and space is going to be, which is pretty cool. Uh, vitals, weekly um, calibrations, uh, t- and he has taste tests, man. I love the taste tests. So goes into some deal. If you guys want to check these, or detail, if you guys want to check these out, shopgoldleaf.com, coupon code DUDE. Whoa, how'd you That's pull it. that off, man? Hey. Yeah, he he wanted like coupon code dude forward slash backslash <laughs> right. underscore no, but uh, so kick it out, kick it. I'm gonna try one of these. Uh, I do. I, I find it so hard though. I, mean, I am am that not lazy grower, but I've been growing long enough where my brain goes on autopilot, and that's one of the reasons I need to switch up my grow styles on and off. To you know, I've been doing this cocoa organic synthetic feed for a long time. And I'm running the new mill line now for the third time around, which I mentioned on the other show. I might have some new mill for somebody because I just like to mix it up so I don't get on that. Keep gardening fun, man. You don't want to autopilot too much. I agree. I agree. Hey, I'm looking over here at this gold leaf. What is shopgoldleaf.com? And uh, a cannabis flower botanical illustration print for 24 bucks. It's like one of those. Oh, he's got some art up over there too, doesn't he? Some cool ass art, man. I'm into it. Uh, cannabis helps produce the serenity, serenity and insight, sensitivity and fellowship. So desperately needed in this increasingly mad and dangerous world. Hell yeah, man. I want to walk <laughs> into a business and see that on the wall framed. <laughs> He's got a blank feeding schedule wall print. I like it. Framed. <laughs> yep, yeah, it is All marijuana right. addictive. Yes, in the sense that most of the best things in life are worth endlessly repeating. <laughs> 
house. Most I can of see that. you ordering one of these here. Fuck yeah, man. Cool stuff. And just a, a DGC that's doing his own thing. Uh, man, that's awesome. I, I love to see the entrepreneurial spirit alive and well. Go get them, Charlie. Buy gold leaf. We well, know who I talked to. I talked to today. I called up. I said, hey, man, what's up with Dewey, mister? Do we, we, need a, we need a coupon code wherever we can. Help out the crew a little as well as uh, so Dewey Mister can say, yeah, I've seen some people in your crew are coming over here. But if you guys haven't heard, Dewey Mister came on board as a supporter. If you're building your own cloning kits, he's got some cool you know, parts, pieces. You don't have to buy his cloning machine, but he does have one of the most simple, I was going to say simplest, Scotty's <laughs> firing it up, cloners. I had to think about that. Um, and uh, going to run it with it's just the air pump. The whole thing with the Dewey Misters, guys, is you don't have your micro cloner sprays you don't have a water pump pushing pressure it's simplified with an air pump and i'm stoked to see granted i am only i don't know i guess i'm 85 percent confident in scotty's cloning methods i'm only 100 percent confident in mine but uh look we'll see what you i, I can try do to with keep it. it as simple as possible i'm not going to go and clone and uh you know be doing it you know a completely textbook you know so I don't know, but I, yeah, I guess when I do clone, I do try to keep it really clean. You do have to. You can't really fuck around with dirty shit when you clone. That's the one place you will get get bit in the ass, man. Yeah, it's like yeah. performing an operation on someone and uh, yeah. just being completely dirty while you're doing uh-uh. it ain't gonna work, man. That's why I always just buy those new scalpels. I think for three bucks you can buy a new scalpel, make a nice incision, and I take my time when I clone. But if you're eighty five percent confident, dude. I'm impressed. I'll take that. I think man. so. I think. I mean, I haven't. Yeah, I was tainted when those clones didn't take for the DGC Cup. But then, of course, you said they all took like mad after you threw them under a bathroom cabinet with no light for a while, or a little bit of light, or something. I don't know. Uh oh, man. Of course, that I have happened. a rep to rebuild, man. My rep has been tainted. The dude says so. It's all good, man. All right. It's all good. I actually Check have them a out, super guys. Late, lazy cloning method. I'm gonna have to try to to replicate in the no-till bed because I, I actually was cloning. Remember my magic cloning spot last year? Yes, the magic cloning spot. It doesn't work if you don't if you if you don't do it there. It doesn't work as well. I'm telling you, that was like the perfect microclimate where you could just cut clones and stick them in there. You're talking about the <clears> hippie <throat> that was right underneath the CO2 yep. burner, right? Yep, exactly. Just made it nice and warm, and there was a lot of evaporation going on. It can happen. Cool, cool. Well, uh, I was going to finish that out before we hop into a few other things with DeweyMister.com. I believe Jeff's a cool cat, man. If you saw him, you'd just be like, yeah, man, this guy's, this guy's pretty cool and made in the USA. Good shit. Um, so give him a look over. Give him a look over. Yeah, Dewey's All a right, pretty cool so cat executive himself, producer, man. Dewey is, uh, I think it's Jeff's dad. I want to say he's the, oh, he's really? the inventor. And uh, he's a cool cat, too, man. Yeah. I've met him once or twice. Re- really cool. Old school. Reminds me of Hank Hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys are able to, uh, hopefully this all worked out today for the video show. It's the first time we're trying to do the full video show with myself yeah. in uh, the show. I, I noticed the last show we did, Scotty's like, check it out. It's cool. And also did is look at Scotty sit there in a chair talking the whole time. <laughs> and it was not not cool. And so today, I think everything might be working. I don't know if some of my effects are working on and off. I'll make GoGuru, the producer, nervous right now and say maybe there are some effects happening right now in my video. Maybe there isn't. Who knows? Uh-oh. That's why we're learning to Uh-oh. do this. No, and, no, uh, no, every- no effects in the video. <laughs> I knew once I said that, Scott was going to be like, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. It's all well, good, we'll see. Man. Let's we'll start see. fucking with shit before we've ever tested it, man. Yeah. 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 
exactly <laughs> exactly okay who you got for executive producer man uh, you know what colorado sherlock come on let's give it up to him man he's always producing good memes man he's always making me laugh like this one um and yeah just a just a great dgc man so colorado sherlock i'll see you at the dgc cup man but until then you are executive producer Fuck yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. The- right on. I, I I doubled that. Hung out with Sherlock and his bro uh, one time only. Would like to hang out again, guys. You guys listen to the show. It's, we, we hung out for a Sunday. Had a couple of pints. Let's hang out this next time. Maybe we'll get a little smoking. Get a little smoke on. I think we're going to need some uh, help on and off with people in the local crew participating in the DGC Cup <laughs> and some of the organizational things. So Hey, look at this meme, check. man, from Colorado Sherlock. It's a tire. And the you know the DA or somebody's cut the tire at the border and there's just weed stuffed in it, and it says Florida growers trying to get their entries to the DGC Cup. <laughs> mm, I know what you mean, man. Uh, all I know is that uh, half ounce of flour anywhere in Colorado is completely legal to possess, and that's what that's the rules that we go by. If you are going to the cup. DGC Cup at Gmail. Yeah. Hit it up, guys. You have to email DGC Cup at Gmail to get your invite. Deal. All right. That sounds so, easy enough that I can uh, even do it. Uh, what's I that? I said I could even handle that, man. <laughs> yes. We keep things simple around here. Although on the phone the other day, man, <laughs> some uh, man, some lady, and maybe there was a bad connection on her end, but we spent easily. It took four tries for her to get right my email I'm like, she's like what is it again i go uh yeah man i don't right. even like i don't give it out anymore actually it's 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 it has the word dude in it though right. um You're like alpha you know, charlie I, bravo i'm gonna spell it for you I, my original <laughs> that because it's my work email guys i don't want to give out my work quote in quotation marks dude. my dude grows work email but for, um, for real one of the first things that i'm going to talk about is trying to explain what cbd was to my dad this morning, who's like in his seventies, early seventies, and uh, and he was just like CB, what? what? He's like, spell it. <laughs> H- hang on, I'm gonna get a pen and paper out. I'm like Charlie Bravo, Dad. Okay, <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny, man. That's or pretty cannabis. much what it was like. Oh yeah, I was like, it's like cannabis. Just think of cannabis, you know, CBD. But and are you guys that uh. I hit my original. I have given out my uh, my other email many times in prior episodes. I still use that email. I slowly go through it. I'm really sorry if I haven't gotten you guys. I mean, the sheer uh, fact of the matter is with the show growing, it's hard to be able to be personal with everybody and everybody's email. But don't get me wrong. I love to hear from the crew trying to participate on the site. I jump into the YouTube comments every now and then and just say, but this is the most important thing to me right here is being able to talk on the mic and, uh, and, and yeah, produce this podcast slash video show slash, I don't know what the hell Scott created. So what do you got? Oh, we got the members break in for YouTube, man. That's what I, that's what I, before what's growing on, you got to break into the members area, which is brought to you by by mammoth, mammoth P by our good friends at mammoth P. Yeah. They're going to come on the show soon. I think not this Wednesday, which is sometime when i don't even know what day it is it's too early and then uh but anyway we're getting them on the show for their uh, audio spotlight it'll be a good breakdown of you know it's like scott calls it the like the elevator pitch but a little bit longer than an elevator pitch if you want to know about what mammoth microbes is and and how it's going to help you out so i'm excited to have them on board excellent man yeah definitely and uh, hey you know like i said uh, i got a hold of jake from Growmore. 
Um, so I put that in the members section, going over and check that out. I asked them, I think we broke it up into a couple different pieces. Uh, Guru, we talked about silica, I remember. We talked about fish, uh, the different uh, hydrocytes. And uh, dosatrons. Yep, dosatrons and, and the grow more powders, like the way Extractor Man and those boys do it. Yeah, so there's really some good information there. Uh, so, yeah, look, for, oh, look yeah. for that in the members section, which is audio only. And my audio is so bad, but thank God. I don't even talk. You know what I mean? I maybe say, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, what about that? And then Jake just goes off for 18, 20 minutes at a time, man. So it's all good as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. There's a lot to all learn right. there, that's I'd... for sure. Good, interesting stuff. Is that where, is, is how long is it indefinitely in the members area? Is it just hanging out? Is it, we'll see? Uh, no, everything in the members area goes, it goes in like one category or another, and then it just stays there. Yeah, you can always scroll down. Actually, I told uh, Pothead Assistant while he's here, we got to go through that members area and see what the hell's in there. I'm sure there's some old embarrassing shit in there, man. So <laughs> we'll have to go check it yes. out. We do need to do a little cleaning on the members area, <laughs> and uh, a couple things will be changing there as well as we might be, we might be moving to a new... Uh, credit card processing but we'll keep you guys all updated we're just trying to make wow, it the best man. we can for the people that are supporting the show at ten dollars a month which i mean come on i've been listening to npr all week long actually it's the second week they want 35 a month i'm like come on man what? we're asking for 10 npr wants 35 Golly. um so <laughs> don't forget uh we do have uh we'll call it commercial support and cool companies we try to work with to get a little support but that is uh, not even half the bills so as we're growing, guys, we love the DGC. We're going to try and throw a badass party for you. Absolutely. And if you've been in the crew, it has its benefits, like 30% off recharge. So check it out, dudegrows.com. All right. Where the hell were I got in a rant? Oh, you're explaining to CBD to your pops. I was, What man. was up with that? Yes, this morning we were just talking about, uh, you know, he, he kind of didn't really understand what CBD was. You know, so he's talking, you know, he sees medical marijuana. And he's like, no, I, you know, I don't get it. You know, because he's pretty familiar with weed, you know, at least uh, – uh, yeah, you know, whatever, from being in his age and in the 60s and whatnot, but... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, yeah. How familiar is pretty familiar? I was, I'd, I'd probably not that familiar. A little bit? Yeah, no, I mean, he, yeah he, know, he knows about it, you know, so it was just kind of funny that he didn't really understand CBD, and I was just thinking, he's in, like, a retirement community, and I was like, dude, he's in, uh, like, the Carolinas, though, and I was like, I don't know if CBD's legal over there, so I asked Guru, man, is CBD legal in all 48 states? Uh, I want all 48 states. <laughs> all right, man. Oh, dear God. Yeah, all 50 states, man. Uh, not that – I'm actually not sure about all yes. 50 states. I do know in the Carolinas it's legal in both of them. They're a little different. So you have to have medical marijuana laws to have CBD legal? No, man. Here, according to the feds, to my knowledge, if it's below the 0.3% threshold okay. – it's sure. It's fine. That's just like That's over I, at. But in South Carolina, they can have cannabis derived CBD. It just has to test under 0.9% THC and over 15% CBD. Wow. Okay. Hmm. And then they're also doing, they're setting up clinical trials all through this year. They just have to be approved by the FDA. Huh. So, but you can have a, cause I think there's so, I talked to some older people in Florida. Like I said, I sold bamboo to a guy last week. I actually talked to him this morning and he was talking just about how he loves the CBD, uh, solves or salves, whatever you want to call them, you know, that you rub in yeah. your skin. Um, and I just, 
man, I'd like to see people use them. I'm sure that if my dad could use it, he says everybody there has got aches and pains. And he goes, if they're not old, their dogs are old. <laughs> he was telling me all about that. They're all trying to get medicine for their dogs. Too. They are still a little draconian in there. And that the only way to get the CBD or to get a card for the CBD, you have to either have Linux Gestalt, Dravitz, or a, another form of uh, medically, like, um, yeah, medicine resistant um, epilepsy. So you need a card yeah. to get CBD for for cannabis derived CBD. You can get hemp derived CBD throughout the country, but for cannabis derived CBD, it has to. Okay. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. How are they? Can they prove it? If you got CBD on you and it's testing below 0.3, then it's technically <clears throat> hemp. But if it's a can, if it's between 0.3 and 0.9, it's uh, going to be a cannabis derived product. Huh. And still, it can't go over 0.9. But it has to have at least 15% CBD. But that makes sense because yeah. when you concentrate shit down, it should be 15% CBD. Because as you concentrate the THC down, the THC or the CBD gets concentrated down as well. Huh. Interesting. Well, I know that the. They they definitely could ship all fifty like that. You know, I was shouting out to uh, the FOH Fountain of Health, FOHCBD.com, um, uh, Ag Boy over there and the crew. Right. He he's the grower, so that's super dope. A couple of you guys had order already ordered from him. I much appreciated you guys put uh, just that. Here's I think it's your salesperson. They at checkout you can put who who your salesperson is and putting dude in there. They have I didn't they got the mint chocolate and. Uh, I think he has a blood orange flavor, too. All right. Anyway, that's like a coconut oil blend, and that's all of that stuff is below. Scotty, you were asking below the point three, so that's what, like, your your dad should start trying, man. I'm, I'm going to get my, my parents on some here when I head out to Cali. Yeah, it's, so. it's, I'm really into that, man. I definitely want my dad to try that. But I can never get him to good, smoke I with am, me, man. I can at least... Uh... <laughs> Well, what uh, what else we got going on here? What else? Hey, I found Emperor something interesting, no- man. Here, I'll, I'll throw it up here. But, uh, man, the Emperor wears no clothes. This book fucking rocks, man. This is a Jack. This is Jack Herr's book right here, and it's made like it's really simple. I don't know if you can see, but I'll show it up, up, up at the camera. But it's really it's just like one- he wrote that book, huh? Say it again. I didn't know he was. Yeah, I didn't know that was Jack's book. It's not really writing anything. He really, it's really a collection. Of cannabis propaganda is what it is. Yeah, and you can just really understand when you know it kind of like goes along with the, with the story, but um, you know, man, you can just absolutely see it on both sides. And so, anyway, I found this thing. I thought I thought it was really cool, man. So it's this guy. It's, it's all these different people. It says voices for legalization, and it says this plea comes from the bottom of my heart. Every friend of freedom, and I know you are one must be revolted as I am by the prospect <laughs> of turning the United States into an armed camp by the vision of by the by the vision of jails filled with casual drug users and an army of enforcers empowered to invade the liberty of citizens hang on I need my glasses citizens <laughs> <laughs> I can't see shit dude read this for me man can you read it all right, man. Yeah, I can't. All right, hang on. I'm getting my glasses. God damn it. Take it to. You don't have to get so frustrated about needing <laughs> I hate, your glasses. I hate glasses, man. You know, Here we I got go. glasses at times, too. This plea comes oh, from the bottom of my heart. Every friend of freedom, and I know you are one, must be as revolted as I am by the prospect of turning the United States into an armed camp, 
by the vision of jails filled with casual drug users and an army of enforcers empowered to invade the liberty of citizens on slight evidence. A country in which shooting down unidentified planes on suspicion can be seriously considered as a drug war tactic is not the kind of United States that either you or I uh, want on hand or want to hand on to future generations. You know, I mean, that sounds like one was. So this is a quote out of the book, this right? Is a Emperor quote, yeah, Snow so this is voices for legalization. So I'm sitting here going. And how long? How old is the book? Uh, it's been a, I think he made it all through like, a while. all through the 80s and whatnot. This is a quote from 1989. So I think he kept on revising it. But it's you crazy. It sounds like it's relevant to now. You absolutely. know, absolutely. I mean, I guess my, my point is that you would think that it's a uh, uh that, that that quote is by some kind of a radical person. It's not, man. <clears throat> it's by this economist, the super, the guy that invented supply side economics, the guy that Reagan followed, uh, Milton Friedman, a really like staid uh, economist guy. You know, that probably you know speaks at Harvard and whatnot. That guy's talking about how unfair the war on drugs is, man. Back in 1989, I mean, the intellectual argument. Uh, it does. It doesn't take somebody a, a genius to see, or I should say, actually, that a lot of the really intelligent people, somebody like this guy, wasn't afraid to stick up and say this is wrong. Even in 1989, the drug war is so wrong, man. You know, and there's a lot of yeah. a lot of voices. Now, my point is, it's not just like Tommy Chong being like, "Hey, man, stop busting people." You know, you got really, really intelligent people talking about it too and telling you why. There were a lot of ulterior motives to the drug war, too. Like, it wasn't just that drugs were bad, we need to get rid of drugs in the country. They were pushing, I mean, at the same time, they're saying meth is Have you seen your brain on drugs in a frying pan? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just looking. Here's this this guy, former Secretary of of State George P. Schultz. It seems to me we're really not going to get anywhere until we can take the criminality out of the drug business and incentives for criminals out of it. We need at least to consider yeah. and examine forms of controlled legalization of drugs. He's the Secretary of State, or former Secretary of State, man. I mean, there's also a quote from Jerry Garcia, but, you know, I just found that, I found that <laughs> dude, that we've had so many people for so long um, advocating and just actually just talking about how silly the war on drugs is and how fundamentally flawed it is, but still we continue it, man, and we continue to just yeah. jail well, good people. M- Maybe you're going to end up being the, uh, the new segment, man. This is uh, Scotty Reel's uh, book breakdown. <laughs> I like the uh, Emperor Wears Instead No of video breakdown. breakdown, man. I could find something there to talk about those days, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, let's uh, – oh, you guys got a little no-till play going on over there in the garden? Yeah, absolutely, man. We uh, actually did a, a nice video about the no-till. We should get that up soon, man. We'll have to put that on our production list, man, but – yeah, we did a, a cool. We just compared the HPS no-till to the um, uh, what is it? The LED. There we go, man. There's LEC now. There's LED. It's fucking confusing. So HPS the LED. There's also LEPs, the uh, light emitting plasmas. Oh. Yeah, Plasma yeah man. Don't even get me confused, man. Come on. <laughs> anyway, man. Um, but, uh, but yeah. yes, we just did a nice video on that. I check, took a look. I do have uh, the heavy buckets with the RX Green Solutions going. Those things are looking pretty decent. It's kind of funny. It's it done absolutely nothing to that in, what, two, three weeks? <laughs> probably even longer. Probably like four or five weeks. Absolutely nothing, nothing. huh? Just let it grow. 
<laughs> well, let me, uh, where are we at? Where are we at here? Where are we at? I wanted to get into the Grow Talk guys is coming up. Yeah. As well as, uh, let's Come see. Come on, let's do a Dank Nugs, man. Let's, let, let's see what, uh, some, this is Afghani Nugs from Aaron. Let's see, or Aaron, as the dude would say, man. And we're going to pick these up over at Dank Nugs. Let's, let's see who we got here. All right, man. A little frosty nugs, man. From A. A. Ron. Hey, A. Ron. Who he said? Yeah. No, no. This is from this is from Darren. This is from Darren Grimes. Darren Grimes. There. Sorry. So, yep. A little dank nugs. Come on, man. Throw up some dank nugs. We're doing this every day. We need some. We need some fresh dank nugs to look at. All y'all. Got a, a smoke vicariously nice. through you. <laughs> hey, you know what else I uh, I saw that I don't think we really kind of slipped by us is there's a, a really good Turpinator review done in the dgc nutrient guide what is it what uh, is it not bubbles man so uh what is terpaline you say it's methyl where'd you say that article is the nutrient in guide the nutrient guide yeah over on, on dgc nutrient oh guide. okay i even <clears throat> forgot we have a dudegrows.com and then there's like a, a guides section isn't there yeah yeah we're trying to okay cool yeah, just trying to collect some knowledge the idea of this is to collect the what'd you learn about turpinator uh, you know anything it's, or do i need to go check it well, out now, you know about Turpinator, right, Guru? Hop on here. Didn't you say menthol jasminate and all that I, shit? I, I have my two words to me, man. I have my suspicion as to what it is. Okay. Um, be a combination of gibberellins and methyl jasminate, which is like jasmonic acid. And right. They uh, play around with the plant's immune system and how it produces secondary metabolites, which CBD and um, THC and all the terpenes are all secondary plant metabolites, so it can have effects on them. Interesting, man. So anyway, this is uh, talking about said it. <clears throat> another interesting observation is that I needed much less support on the plants using Terpinator. Uh, that's what it sounds like silica when you do that, you know. It says uh, this yeah. may be due to the non-test plants being taller and stretching more, uh, but we're talking a couple of inches here, uh, not a foot or more. And anyway, yeah, pretty interesting, man. So. I don't even think I've I might have used that product once because there was I got a sample bottle or something and I just I know it's one of those products that some growers swear by and obviously I feel like they're trying to insinuate it helps out with terpene production I think (laughs) I think that's where they're going with the terpenator but uh I don't know very interesting uh I'll check that article out we'll get we'll get to them we'll get them on the show see what's up deal all right, man. Dude, I'm already looking forward, and I see your news story. What the fuck is happening here, man? What did you find? <laughs> this looks awesome. All right, hook Catapult up, used to launch marijuana into U.S. from Mexico, seized by Border Patrol agents. So I guess if you got a spare big old catapult laying around, marijuana still has enough value to uh, sling 47 pounds at a time. It says the contraption was powerful enough to sling two bundles weighing a combined of 47 pounds into the United States. They made the discovery on February 10th recently when they approached several people near the fence who then ran away. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. That's so cool, man. Um, this is this is a latest example of drugs. I think of drug smugglers' ingenuity. I think they've been catapulting for years, man, for a long time. Jesus um, oh, crazy, for, in January, I think you might have heard of this one. The Texas, far Texas, seized almost $790,000 worth of marijuana and a shipment of key limes. 
Oh, I saw that <laughs> okay. one too. That was cool. Interesting. That was cool. They said those uh, didn't even look stuffed. like real lines. No, like you dude, could definitely stuffed. tell those are just like. All right, I seen the thirty four thousand fake limes. Oh my god, that's labor intensive. Dude, I seen the craziest thing. Like they have these things that are almost like it's it's like almost like a guided missile type of thing. But not really. It's like it's in the shape of a torpedo, and it goes. They tow it behind like a big giant vessel, and then if the you know like a big giant commercial ship or something like that, and then if the ship gets caught, they just cut cut the thing, and then it has like a radio homing device and whatnot. So it's just fucking. After a little while, it pops up. They go and they recover it and they put hook it up to another boat. And they got it, they got advanced. Dude, with that yeah, stuff. it's crazy. Man. They used to it's just crazy. see the like the extra little piece of the hole. They'd stick to it and fill it with. With whatever they were smuggling, yeah, but just now they just like, cut it. Yeah. It drops to the bottom of the ocean, and then they just come back and get it. So it's like it's, an underwater drone. They were also yeah, depending. I mean, you got to be in the right part of the ocean to drop that thing, of course. But better than the alternative of going to jail and all that jazz. I just heard there was some crazy man back in the. I don't know if it was some from that uh, movie, the movie I cited the other day, Square Grouper. But the boats they used to run, like that, you know, like you know, they were super fast. Right. But then they, would you know, paint the top of them. They'd make them low to the water. Sure. The basically the space for the crew is like it's just a hot hellhole crawl space thing that you can barely oh, yeah. you can't stand up in, and one- you're sitting there running like 600 horsepower <laughs> off the back of it, just screaming through the water. Sweating your balls off. Yeah. It's probably all smell of two cycle in there and shit. And, and then you got a bunch of weight. And you got to think, man. They're like, yeah, this is a thirty six hours. You know, from Caracas, Venezuela to Miami. It's like you know, it was like thirty two hours or something on this boat. And he's got kilos of coke. He's got thousands of pounds of coke. He's probably coked up, right? <laughs> like you would think that that's probably <laughs> part of the plan. You know, yeah, do as much as you want, man. It's all good. Yeah, smuggling's not on my. Uh, <laughs> Like excitement Fuck or to do no, list man. or uh-uh. twenty years. I have man. actually had no one thanks. friend that uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather travel around. I think in jail and them throw away the key. Yeah, anytime in twenty years, that's fucked up. Yeah, hey, I left Florida because they made minimum mandatories for growing wheat, man. You know. Yeah, I had a buddy that ended up in jail. I think three years. High school buddy in Spain because uh, he was trying to go. I think it was Spain. He was going over to Mar- or coming back. I think from Morocco right. with just. Just quite a bit too much hash. Oh, so I see. I think I seen a anyway, movie about that man. What uh, <laughs> what else getting the news here before we? Uh, Did you see? We gotta get. We have to get in the grow talk coming up, man. Absolutely, man. Just real quick, I saw. Shout out to the cannabis. The cannabis has good stuff. I, I like reading them. And uh, <laughs> Colorado's governor, uh, Colorado Gov's wheat. I don't know. Colorado Gov's. Oh, Colorado Gov's weed advice for California. Focus on edibles, home grows, and pesticides. And, uh, man, I'm not really super happy with John Hickenlooper. I think he's a douchebag, and he was always against cannabis. <laughs> I think he was, See, I just don't read anything, I don't think. Well, he was always really, against as far, it, man, you know? I was against weed? Yeah, now he's like, we're super proud of what we did with it. You know, I'm like, all right. See, cool. I didn't even really know the the history there. Like his, like if you could, it's probably should be like a little book. You know, Governor Hickenlooper and his views and whatever. Right. Everything we. How, why did you say he was against? Oh, it, it says he's it right done here, things man. that it says he's against it, man. Uh, what did it say, man? What do you got? Hang on, I'm looking, man. I'm just curious because I'm not, and I'm not H- saying that Hick- I'm disagreeing. I just told don't know. Lawmakers of how he was not a supporter of legalized marijuana in okay. Colorado yeah, when voters here. passed Amendment 64 in 2012, and his concerns about the unintended consequences of such a move. Take Colorado. Col- yeah, I, this, this is what I'm saying. Listen to this guy. I don't like him. 
Take Colorado's homegrown regulations, which allow for medical marijuana patients to have up to 99 plants with the doctor's approval. Yeah. I don't know about you, man, but I can have 12, man. The tax regulations spawned a gray market in Colorado. How the lax. Gray? The How lax. Gray? Oh, Oh, the lax The lax regulations. Yeah, spawned a gray market in Colorado. Yeah, how gray? Charcoal. Thank you very much, man. And created more potential for out-of-state diversion, he said. Well done, sir. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) It's a stupid system, he says. And I would encourage you guys to clamp down, Hickenlooper said. Uh, Amendment 64 allows adult residents to grow up to six plants, a number local ordinances have set to a limit of 12 plants per household. Uh, man, in my opinion, that sounds really smart, man. That sounds like a really intelligent system. It says in high, or, you know, I could see it, maybe use a little more plants, man. How about about thirty, man? But uh, it's a good, it's a good <laughs> yeah, start. Yeah, hundred percent. Says in hindsight, Colorado, Colorado also should have put a better care into its edibles regulations from the start, banning cannabis-infused products that would be attractive to children and ensuring clearer labels, uh, clearer label actions that since have been implemented. He said. Um, just developing strong pesticide, pesticide protocols also was highly recommended. So, Hey, you guys should get along, though. And in in another quote from him here down in the article, he goes, From a 35,000-foot level, ah, Colorado it. has fared pretty well for this experiment, Hickenlooper noted. You only go up to 20,000 feet, though, in your view of yeah. situations. How's things look? 30, 35, that's about where the airplanes fly. How's things look from that level, He's going man? way high. Do, do you get a deep? Do I you think... get any kind of understanding when you're looking out the window of the can, jet plane? Yeah, can you, uh-uh. can you fly over a war zone at 35,000 feet and be like, yeah, it's looking pretty good <laughs> down looking there. looking good down there, man. <laughs> All right, oh, let's yeah. go on. Let's go on here. We got to do, uh, man, you have a store. Yeah. Give a shout-out to Real Growers Recharge Store. Shout-out. Awesome Blossoms in Sheboygan, Michigan, homie. Michigan is totally representing over there. And uh, thank you guys so much over Sheboygan? there. Sheboygan? Sheboygan. Absolutely, man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, those guys. I like that's fun to say. Where are you from? Sheboygan? Yes. Yeah. Sheboygan. I mean, they got all sorts of good. Interesting. Saginaw, How do you Sheboygan? come up with Sheboygan? Yeah. Probably uh, bought it from the Indians for one Sheboygan. <laughs> give you two. Well, you know what else is that. fun to say is recharge, yeah. recharge. Check it out, guys. Go over to realgrowers.com. Pick yourself up some recharge. Amazon Prime, bitches. That's right. Uh, just go search Real Growers Recharge on Amazon if that's the way you get a lot of your goods, as I do. I just actually ordered a standing work mat over on Amazon Prime. And it's one of those things, you know, like the cushion things. And then I, I got a, a little wicker thing I can elevate my computer up on so I can stand and work oh, since I'm shit. being forced to work so much these days. Man. And, uh, <laughs> we, was work, we was over at Way to Grow, and I was poking fun of somebody talking about the standing desk. And sure enough, the guy was just like <laughs> pointing next door where the dude come over and gave me a dirty look with his standing desk. Oh, yeah, we saw that standing desk. They also had those giant ball desk chairs, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that they went through those, too, man. They're very egronomic over there. Yeah, you can't talk trash on the stand. I love to see it, man. I remember I forgot her name. I went back behind somewhere over at Waiter Grow, and one of the the women there, they got, like, the yoga ball chair on wheels and the standing desk. And, like, I get it, man. If I was in a cubicle or if I had to be forced to sit more than two hours a day for me, like, I'd have all kinds. Of, I don't know. I'd probably want to have, like, an elliptical with a computer mount, everything. You just go anyway. hunting and gathering at lunch, you know? Meant to move, people. We're meant to move. 
So, uh, all right, let's get ready. Let's take a break, man. You got some memes you can roll through here for the video show. Yeah, I'm sure Guru did. There was uh, actually some good ones, man. There, there really were, man. There was, uh, oh, man, there were some Jake and Grow More memes. There was all sorts of good stuff going on. So, yeah, take a break and let's show off some memes, brother. Cool. We'll be right back, guys. Check it all out at DudeGrowsGotTime.com, man. <laughs> dot time. It's a new one. We stole it. <laughs> Grow Talk's coming up. Yeah. We'll be right back. Right. First bag I scored was in the 90s I smoked an ounce up in a day I smuggled seeds straight through the airport Only just to grow the real deal Old school purple haze
Feminized seeds. Yeah. Let's see here. What do you think, man? This guy, this guy said, right, anyway, you ain't got no problem with feminized seeds, right? I ain't got no problem with feminized anything unless it's like a feminized dude. <laughs> then that's a problem. Hey, not that there's anything wrong with that, okay? Stay in your lane. So pal. I, 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 Coco? I don't know. How do you pronounce this, man? You, you got to give a shot at this. <laughs> Uh, lovely username here on dudegrows.com. Yeah. It's a tough one. I Quaco? I don't know, man. So, because I've always grown from regular seeds or clones and been against the whole feminized seed thing because of the risk of herms. But I think I'm changing my mind a bit. I've had a, I've had herms from regular seeds, but I have been reading about some of the most famous clone-only strains, and a good many have come from bag seed, and a lot um, of those have been selfies with and bred with selfies, huh? What's selfies again in the breeding world? So he says a, a lot of good. He says he's saying a lot of good clones have come, famous clones have come from bag seed. People just playing, and a lot of those have been selfies. That's when you, I guess, you take. That's when you take know, a, a here, plant clone. and either stress it or give it colloidal silver to get it to self back onto itself, and basically you make it herm to get seeds from it. And is that that's what feminized? That's what they're doing. I know feminized seeds are using the colloidal silver, right? Yeah, Isn't that there, like plant there's different incest? methods for each way but yeah okay it's like stress stressing the plant to make out with itself <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Whoa, man it's creeping me out all right so I the question is if, deeply about it man if you feminized a plant from a feminized seed using cs for a number of gener what's cs colloidal silver ah okay colloidal silver for a number of generations are you really increasing the probability of herms or is that a Herbin legend. <laughs> All right. Because it seems as if it is being done a fair amount these days. And I'm about to order some feminized beans, I think. Thanks, DGC. So, man, I get that's kind of a concern, you know. We're going to try and do breeding with a, a plant from feminized seed, correct? So, yeah, are there issues here? Is he going to create. I, I think this is one of those things you don't know until you just get or, going on. I mean, it, it would really on. be the cross. Before that, like what the original cross was, if those original genetics had the, uh, some plants are the ones that are more likely to herm have the actual genetics. Its DNA is a little bit different and it lets it herm a little bit easier. And I mean, proper breeding techniques, you'll try and breed that out so that that doesn't happen. But not everyone is doing that. And that would leave you the potential for there to be a herm. And well, budding happiness, 330. Thanks, guys, for the comments. And thanks for the commentation. Yeah. A guru says, my regular seed plants are so much more consistent. Um, nostalgic Caxis 420. If you're stress training your plants, they can become herm if overstressed. I prefer normal seeds over fem seeds any day. 
So it seems like uh, the preference in current breeders is just to be doing this project with um, regular seeds. But maybe they're just like me, man. They got an old school. It's just like I'm always trying to get my pH right at this pinpoint thing. And it's more because I've been trained to do it forever that I just do it. So maybe some of these people aren't as experimenting as much with feminized seeds for breeding. I don't know. I'm not a breeder. I haven't gotten to that part of my career in growing indoors under lights yet. Yeah, me neither, man. I cannot say that I have a bunch of, uh, of, of good information to offer here. It's all right. The crew, the crew <laughs> threw in some info there. I'd go for it, man. I just see, you know, it's one way to know. Just because somebody ran it and they got more prone to herms doesn't mean that your genetics are going to be more prone to herms yeah, necessarily. Yeah, I think that has uh, to do with the, the, the actual genetics, man. If you've got a, a, a parent, you know, a male or a female that, that's prone to herm then of course that's going to lead to it yeah your cross is going to be more likely to display that trait all right so absolutely uh, man time to smoke got another one here what's that said it's time to smoke you caught me smoking caught me hitting the vein well you can smoke for a moment while i uh breastfeeding read about the oh you know what do we do we give a little uh (laughs) says best man there's some good (laughs) <laughs> Afghani nugs up in here, dude. Um, I think we might have skipped that, just to let you know. Did we? So I'm going to tell you about, uh, unless I'm cray-cray, man. <laughs> no, we talked about the dick nugs Afga- already. The Afghani dick nugs? Darren- yeah. Dear God, man. I think the flow is working better than, I totally don't remember that. Anyway, accident- no worries. That's why it's a weed show. Sometimes. Yeah, I think I accidentally right. got a little too high at this point, man. <laughs> seed seeds everywhere people maggie's farm 420 yeah. chiming in hey dude and scotty my brother my ddc brothers and sisters brothers and sisters pump up the volume i've been amazing and a pretty i've been am, am, amassing a pretty nice seed collection and need to start thinking about their well-being what is the best way to store them until i can get them in some dirt thanks in advance i would I don't know. I, I store my seeds as long as it's in a cool, cool dark the area where I have. Or let's add dry. Yeah, like it's yep, cool, yep, dark, dry. and dry. Exactly, man. Sounds just like my area. It runs about no hotter than lower 60s, sometimes gets down to lower 50s, and it's really dry, and that's what I do. I don't Do you think we need to freeze them? Is that what no. some people say? No, freezing long-term can actually decrease their viability. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they got a demented Rob. Why is Rob demented anyway? <laughs> says Jorge Cervantes says to seal them in a lightproof container with silica packets to absorb any moisture. That, yeah. and put them in the fridge. You can also freeze them for a very long term storage, but the fridge is fine for at least a year or two. Yeah, I remember going to the All Colorado right. uh, Seed Bank. They've got like the Colorado State University has the seed bank for the. Like, I think it's like a partnership with like the World Seed Bank in Iceland. Yeah, it's for preserving uh, genetic diversity mm-hmm. throughout the entire world. Yep, yep. But I remember they uh, they were saying the the colder you get, you know, to like liquid nitrogen, liquid nitrogen it just stops time, you know. But they don't freeze; them, they refrigerate them. They're not frozen there. They're refrigerated. Kind of interesting stuff. Interesting. Um, what about, uh, oh, Maestro had a good point because you're saying it reduces viability going into a freezer. Um, but he's saying if you're going to do a fridge or a freezer, just make sure you don't go in and out. It's like when you take something out right. of its cool, let it warm up to the back end, it's going to lose viability that way. Is too. Keep it in a consistent environment until you're ready to, to plant that seed. So Right. All right, good points. Good points, peoples. Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff, man. I thought this was interesting conversation. 
So did we cover the question on how to store your seeds yet? I'm just kidding. Oh, jeez. All right. What's so, going on, man? It is morning. I'm a little bit high for I'm a little bit high for this time of the day. Uh, I'm probably going to retire the uh, the plenty after this. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on. Uh, it's got like an "Are you conscious?" thing right here. Yeah. You know, and about eight times I've had to repress it because <laughs> I guess I'm conscious. I am conscious. I know that. All right, let's go to the best feeding schedule. All right, it makes and tons pH for more Coco. sense now, man. Still not wearing my glasses. Budding happiness, budding happiness, three thirty. Um, hello, I'm kind of new to Coco, and right now my big plants are in Bush Doctor Loco Coco, or what he means is Coco Loco. Coco Loco. And my smaller with plants. Aqua Supreme. <laughs> with Aqua Supremo. <laughs> like Don't DJ forget the O, Aqua Supremo. Yo, that's MC Coco Loco, and that's DJ Aqua Supreme, homie. Dude, it's totally just picture these characters like in a. Uh, yeah, a cartoon or something. <laughs> anyway, it's like you know the tur- the Ninja Turtles. It's Bebop and who? I can't remember the other dude in Ninja Turtles. Oh no, man, there's no Ninja Turtle named Bebop, man. They're all famous. No, artists. he's a, one of the he's one of the villains. He's like a rhinosaurus dude that walks around dude, and beats people up. Dude, you're watching like anyway. Ninja Turtles nine, man. You know, this is basically okay. Back to the Quirrell talk. Basically, I wanted to know if I was supposed to add nutrients every time, and isn't Coco supposed to be moist? Always. Yes and yes. Example, you shouldn't treat it like a soil or a peat, correct? So, yeah, cocoa like it doesn't have to be. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be moist always. I mean, it's, it, it can be fairly moist always, but I let it dry out sometimes quite a bit as far as, uh, like, right now, my one gals are bone dry, but that's because I want, I just, the fungus gnats are dying. <laughs> and I like to think, gotcha. feel like that in my head. It's like, there's nowhere for them to live <laughs> now. The plants are almost about to wilt, too. But, I'm on it. But that can't but be yeah, good for it. Go ahead, though, Scotty. You're gonna... Cocoa should be evenly moist, and it should be treated uh, like like uh, almost like you treat Rockwell or something like that. Even light doses of nutrient all the time. Definitely cocoa is hydroponics. It's an inert media, and you got to – and the cool thing about cocoa is it can just handle tons of water where peat will get saturated and it won't move any nutrients, man. I was going to say, even at the saturation point, it's, cocoa. what, 30% air still? Yep. Cocoa yeah. works, baby. Even saturated, you can over. You know, I mean, but it's it's easy. That's why it works with the heavy buckets so well. Feeding it all the time is uh, is fine, but don't pan, like don't be like I do a, a plain recharge with it. Um, sometimes I'll go sure. just to uh, an enzyme watering, but then again, I'm watering almost every other yeah, day, I you know, mean, so I'm not missing out that much. If you just do one plain watering or a recharge, it's not like your plant immediately is going to be like. No. Oh, I'm just, you know, but you want to be keeping in mind that, yeah, it needs, water uh, it every it third needs a bit. Day, you know what I mean? Like you would like, yeah. you know, or, you know, like you would like with Pete or something like that. Yeah. So, okay. Hold on. Another question. What pH should I use for all cocoa? So pH, man, depends on your growing style, what you're using. If you've been listening to this show, like right. we mentioned, Arx Green Solutions Base, they say, hey, if you're anywhere between three and six with our nutrient, water that shit in, man. If you don't believe us, come to our <laughs> facility and like check it acid. out. It's like lemon juice you're wearing. Uh, man, we'll get them. I told them we got to get their, their one of their uh, their dudes back on or gals. Actually, they're one of their science lead scientists is a lady. Right. But regardless, um, if you're using like me, I'm using uh, a new mill as a base. On um, some waterings, other waterings, I'm using organic stuff. Typically for cocoa, I'm in the range of five eight to six two. But 
if you're growing organically and you're using, you know, microbials or, you know, you're, you're putting in products for living soil such as recharge, let that shit swing, man. I'd go like 5.5 five to almost 7. Like I'd widen up the range I was going to say more. the general range for cocoa is 5.8 to 6.8. There you go. Is the pH okay, range, nice, the yeah. range sticking with cocoa? Yeah, and that sounds about right. So it does. With the microbes, you can get away with a little bit uh, more of an acidic soil. You know, you get away with five five or something like that. But yeah, anything you don't want soil in the five in the low fives. And you certainly don't want it in the yeah. fours. Mm. Hell no. And he goes on to say, and what if I start with Fox Farm Light Warrior, which is peat based? Would it, would you up the pH to compensate? Um, you know, that's just a real, real light mix for, for starting plants or for just a very first phase. I wouldn't change anything. That same pH range. If you have light warrior on hand, go with it, use it. Um, don't, you know, if you already have cocoa on hand, I wouldn't go out and spend more money on light warrior. Just use your cocoa. Right. Uh, but basically, yeah, you don't need to change anything on your pH. That same range, Guru is saying five, eight to six, eight, it's dandy. And he goes, I love my garden, and I love this community. Thank you for all the reading. All right. No problem, budding happiness. Yeah. 3.30. Yeah, I would leave uh, the peat out of it, though. I don't like to mix peat and cocoa. I like just cocoa. It's not going to mess with it. Why? What do you see when you mix? A lot of a lot of the pre-mixed bags out there got peat and cocoa. What do you think? I'm just able to completely it, it has... control the cocoa. I love the moisture, the level of control you get with the moisture level there. The peat takes a lot longer to dry out, so I just got less control with it. I want a water, I want a water with nutrient every day you know if i can only water every third day you know then it's a lot less nutrient. that's kind of the give and take man you you it, it, i hear what you're saying i'm in complete control of my garden i can change things quickly with the way i'm feeding um and then i just add my organic inputs but uh uh the i don't know man i, I feel like and we'll have to see with your no-till i think you get more flavor you're gonna get like way, not way more but really awesome flavors but I still am not sure on the same terpene production and THC strength when you don't have any of some of these synthetic inputs. I could be totally cool. wrong. I just like to start controversy. <laughs> I think it might be more because I think just like we were talking about that nuclear and nuclear <laughs> nutrient uh, antagonism. I think a lot of us are probably screwing it up, adding too much nutrients, locking a lot of things out, and we're our, wor- For our worst enemy. sure. So I think by just having a no-till where everything's available, it just sucks it up as it will. Maybe the, the weight might not be as – it might not be as dense as if you're just force-feeding it. Like, um, you know, but, but I think the, uh, the flavor is definitely going to be there because I think that's like a natural balance thing. Yeah. At least I suspect. I hear that's that. I'm doing the experiment, brother. <laughs> All right. Let's do uh, before – we got one more little bit of grow talk before we do. I'll remind people – Go over to DudeGrows.com, guys, if you want to check out any of the pre-approved, used shit we talk about companies. Um, they're all over our site. they got banners all over our site. I'm looking at Do You, Mr. Now. Um, as well as use the search bar uh, if you have an issue with your garden or you just want to say, hey, I don't know, let's see what I can find on this issue, you know, just to judge what we got going on over there. There's a lot of, a lot of good help. Check it all out, uh, the action at DudeGrows.com. Helps us out, helps the show. It's been challenging, we'll say, behind the scenes sometimes to tie together a website and a podcast, but we're trying to make it work out well. The way I helped it out by was uh, adding a video show to it, man. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, (laughs) then we got to tie the video show into the shit, too. Dr. Anyway, look at this. It says how to tell when a grower just harvested, and it's a fucking, like, 12 uh, hangers. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you just bought your hangers, man. 
Oh, shit. That's funny, yeah. man. It's just empty hangers. I don't know. I thought it was funny. All right. Silky Johnson. Shitty soil amendments. The picture of an elephant deucing out about a mini, like, three-wheel barrels. Yeah, I figured for the rest oh, of the day dude. I'll give you something to think about with this one, or at least uh, just check this one out, man. Read this thing, brother. What's up, dude and Scotty and DGC? After my first grow... Uh, I think I believe I did say this is from Silky Johnson. After my first grow, I was Silky forced to Johnson. be. Uh, hmm. What does that mean? You should hang <laughs> my out. My first grow was forced. Do you think they're related? Hey, I'm smoking. To be given. Oh this man, brother Silky. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, the first part of this. My first grow was forced to be given away during my last week of flush due to my wife telling. Her parents about it causing a shit storm. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, turn the I got the green light. Anybody. Look, I'm not laughing. It's not me laughing, brother. I got the green light to go at it again. Thank God. Here's the question. And I'm sorry about that shit storm. Silky, come on, man. I hope you took care of business, brother. I have a hookup at local at a local zoo. <laughs> okay, Silky. Right. You got everybody's got a hookup at the local zoo, That's right? Straight. They use L elephant and rhino droppings and make a compost with it they make so much they sell it for dirt cheap pun intended i was wondering what else i can add to this to kind of do a no-till kind of soil i already use recharge on every plant in my place hell yeah any tips for the soil will be greatly appreciated i plan on using a sip container from the earth box and run l and led in my four by four area yes. earth box containers they got like a bottom water feed yep. i think on them that sip is sub irrigated and uh yep. i mean rhino and elephant dung it's, i don't know what eating? i mean all all see i mean all deuces I would, i'm just gonna are go as good as what the inputs are the compost is fine to use um I would also recommend getting it tested by a local cooperative extension. I mean, they're going to have no way of thinking that someone's a cannabis grower doing that. Yeah. And get it tested just to know what you're dealing with. They probably already have it tested if they're trying to make a commercial product out of it. If, yeah, if they're selling it, unless they're just selling it kind of like out of the back door. <laughs> right. Hey, we'll I don't know. I'm going to go with Demented Rob's comment. It says, you should grow an African strain in it, like Durban Poison. Or Malawi gold. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. as long as he grows an African yeah, strain with the fine. African animals, oh, yeah. he could deuce, be onto something good to there. Go. There could there could be some unique biology going on in those animal stomachs that is unique to like that area of the world. So, leave it to fucking guru to agree with a guy named Demented Rock. <laughs> All right, Not Dirt Dirt Man Dan. Says the quality of poo depends on what they are being fed. I'm sure it will work for your plants, but how well? Rhinos are herbivores, as far as I know, so that shouldn't be too bad. It's the carnivores that I think will give you the bad bacteria. Is this true? Is this bad bacteria in the carnivores? I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't know. How long before you start deucing on your plants, Scotty? You know what? Maybe that's why they say you're not supposed to use dog do. You know what I mean? Not supposed to compost dog poo. That's like uh, meat they're eating, right? And corn byproduct. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I feed the blue buffalo. All right, well, if you guys want more Grow Talk, there's plenty of Grow Talk at DudeGrows.com and our grower questions and answers. Uh, you can get your own Grow Talk up over there, trying to get it all on these shows. We rotate to almost to the point of five shows a week. And uh, hook it up, man. Love to have you guys log in, get your question up there, anything you got. Leave your comments over on the uh, YouTube. I guess these, yeah, these are up on YouTube Full on. Yep. I don't know how, exactly how uh, I haven't spoken with the 
vice president, <laughs> CEO's assistant yet. As I say, every every leave morning, comments, man. Let yeah, us, every morning at like uh, what is it like four thirty, four twenty, four thirty a.m. Four twenty uh, for all the audio. Um, four twenty on the website, and then four thirty on YouTube. Yeah, man, right on. But in the morning when you wake up, the idea is when you wake up to check out a new Duke Gross show. Cool, cool. Tell your mother, tell your brother, tell your friends. <laughs> Definitely tell your grocery store. Get some recharge up in your grocery stores if you don't have them. And if you don't have a grocery store, just pick some on up from locally. Uh, locally at Amazon? Locally, I don't, there we go. <laughs> pick it up locally at your local Amazon right in front of your computer. Hell All right. Yeah. Anything else on the business list what here, you do, Scotty? What you do I'm about ready to grow, get out. I actually got to do something. We went in uh, and did some filming early this morning, and it was just it's like a jungle in there. So I'm gonna have to trim. I'm gonna have to find the Fiskers and uh, and go go trimming this afternoon, man. How about you? you got anything you're doing in the grow? For me, yes. Right now, those one gals that I said you are water. bone dry. <laughs> I need to water now. Right, right. I don't can't forget that. Um, I got some cuts that I'm giving like the five star service since I work from home and I'm around like they're getting the dome burped and fresh misted like every two and a half, two hours. Wow. Like because I ever I have four cuts and I need all four to take or I'm, I'm going to have a hold up like I need all four to take. I won't be like the end of the world, but I really would like all four to take four cuts. I need 100 percent success rate. Um, and other than that, uh, transplant. I'm supposed to do transplant today. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get to it yet. So I think tonight I would be transplanting, and uh, that's about it, man. It's not too much work. Sometimes I get caught up. I'm like, dude, i got to transplant these four plants into 15 gals, man. Shit. And then you're like, wait a minute. Don't you like gardening? Like, this is not bad. You know, bring yourself back into, back into perspective. So. Yeah, I went and hung out with a guy that that's it. transplant a 1,000 one time. A, bu- a buddy yeah, of mine's like, exactly. hey, man, will you go help this guy? <laughs> a 1,000. It's funny, man. Look, yeah, let's put it in the bag, brother. Let's get our day on. All right. I will put it in the bag, and all I keep saying is DGCCup at Gmail. Yeah, Hook it up, people. Let's go. Let's have a party. Hook it up. <laughs> I'm down, man. All right. I'm down. Guru. Peace out today. As I say, peace out. Yeah, man. Fire up some dank nugs, man. Let's, let's, uh, let's go on the way out for the video. So some dank nugs. Dude, take her easy. Before I'm out, man, I'm going to give it up to Max Power. Grody Jody, Dank Sinatra, power. come on, Darren Grimes, Closet Grower Jay, you got anybody? I'm just still cracking up about Max Power, <laughs> I love that name, you're gonna steal it. Hell yeah, oh. man. hell yeah, was it, what would his buddy be, what, John Steele or something? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, Top Gun, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Give it up to Understand, Mile High Mike, hell yeah, Digger. hell yeah, come on. Mile High Mike? Yeah, what's up, brother? I wonder where he's at. <laughs> is he just high? Is he, or is he really mile high? Is he local? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely, he's local, man. He's from the uh, Colorado Magic Force Boys, man. Right. So I, I will get a little smoother on your 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 end of the show shoutouts. I'll watch some, send me some preaching videos <laughs> to practice with. So I know you you did a little preaching at one time. So I'll, I'll try and smooth it out for it. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, Dean R, man. What about Dean R, yo? Yeah. All right. I'm out of here, man. All right. You guys take it easy. Enjoy the nug scroll, whatever's going on, and we'll talk to you soon. Tomato. Take Minyana. Take Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man, sister, take a little break. 
Okay, wait. 